A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We're back with the Luca Piccio. It's Thursday, and it's been a fine, fine week for a lot of us uh, in in the UK. Uh, we've been enjoying some balmy weather. Um, Luke, you were talking last week about um, in your getting in your Ford Cortina and driving around trying Fiesta. to find a particular seat at Ford Fiesta. Sorry, what's the difference between a Cortina and a Fiesta? Fiesta's much smaller. Right. Okay. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I think I, I told you I've been driving around a little bit myself, and I'm sort of it's not a midlife crisis because I've never done this before, I've decided, but it, it's it's giving me a real kind of like 17-year-old kind of buzz that I... No, that um... is exactly what a midlife crisis is. You've never <laughs> done it before and now you feel like you're 17. That is exactly the dictionary definition am, of it. But I've never driven a car before and me driving a car is like... Oh, I can see why people get really excited about this. I'm tootling around here, I'm tootling around there. The freedom of going wherever I want as long as my partner's with me in the passenger seat because <laughs> she is a she is a registered driver. <laughs> um, my just to put this in perspective, mm. my father-in-law sent a text message the other day talking about um how he doesn't think you should be driving. Why? I I am diligent. My hand-eye coordination has been honed from years of video games. I uh, know what the little caps in the in, in the engine do. I know where where to put the windscreen washer fluid, where to put the coolant, where to put the brake fluid. I know where to put everything now. He because... says he says Luke um, Pete using power tools and now he's driving. This is not good. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I was uh, I was googling how to repair a slate roof uh, over the weekend. Oh my god, after... I told you about my roof, didn't I? Yeah, the big the big man. Has, have they finished up there? Couple, yeah, finished couple of grand now. down. Yeah. What's uh, wrong? What was wrong with it? Let me because I am now. I'm in the process of trying to buy a house, and 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 back in the day, maybe even last year, I would find find people on podcasts, people on radio shows talking about buying a house. A fucking gauche because no one can afford a house right now. Uh, B uh, boring because houses are fundamentally boring. Uh, and C uh, just again just uh, doubly boring. That goes for two points. Two Didn't two two doses are boring. Didn't need the C. Didn't need no. the C. <laughs> but boring gauche uh, because it's a, fan- a a fair whack of financial investment. But um. What's wrong with the roof? Because I am trying to buy a house at the moment. I got yeah. a survey for the house that I'm trying to buy. And let me tell you, oh, he kicked the tyres down to the fucking rims on that car. The surveyor, the chartered surveyor. My God, he uh, was very detailed and it really has put the wind up me. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, I mean, my surveyor, my surveyor didn't even check the roof by the sounds of it because it is fucked. <laughs> um, and I think that's something you should be able to see. 
as a surveyor. Like well, the roof yeah. is the key part of it. Get a bit. It's it's very much the business end of the house when it comes to um, covering think, you from the elements. Yeah, I think when surveyors um, look at whether houses are fit to be bought or not, mm. I think they should at least start with the stuff that if it's not good or doesn't exist, stops it being destroys a house. The, For example, the rest a it. roof. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it's not got, I don't know, certain types of door frames, it's still a house. If it's got like... <laughs> problems with hot potholes in the garden it's still a house if it's not yeah. got a roof it's not a house so mm. that's important to answer yeah. your question as concisely as possible there was some poor rendering done around the chimney stack right which meant there were gaps opening up which meant water was seeping in so the idea right. was to get the roofer up to um to um reseal the chimney stack right so he gets up there. He says, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Does me a quote. This is how long it's going to take. This is who will do it with me. Fine. So yeah, commissioning to do the work. He gets up there and he comes back down again and says, right, I've stripped some of it back and it looks like the leak's actually coming from higher up the roof. So I can reseal the chimney for you, but actually the water's going to start pooling in there anyway because we've got a leak. So the leak extended up one of the valleys to a load of issues with um, cracked tiles and mm. ceiling and felt and all the rest of it. Um, so it turned out you had to pull all the tiles back up the valley, replace the valley, put the more waterproofing down, put the tile, more tiles back on top, right. and then reseal the chimney. So basically, mm. um, I think roofing is one of those things where it's very difficult to get to the root cause of the problem until you actually get started they just they tend yeah. to it tends to escalate the other thing is the slate on my roof is very old and it's that kind of slate where the, the slates become very brittle so you end up having to buy two slate tiles for every one you use because every time you try and pull one out or cut it it cracks right um, okay and yeah. then on top of that you don't want to be walking around on a slate roof when it's anything like just even a little bit damp because it's mm. very slippery so right, there's a lot okay. of problems there. So you did, might did find he, a similar did he go thing. Up with, did he go up with? Um, did he have scaffolding or did he go up on a ladder? Just ladders, no. Because just a ladder. Wow. Yeah, because because the valley was resting. The valley was leading to the chimney stacks. So they could get up the ladders, go around the chimney stack, and they could be quite safe up there. They didn't, right, they didn't okay. really need scaffolding. It wasn't a massive job. It was just a time-consuming one, basically. I was watching. I was, I was watching a man uh, replacing um, this slate roof or replacing just the odd slate. A piece of slate, I suppose, um, and uh, it's, it's, yeah, they've got like have little hooks to hook around the nails and pull it out and stuff. And I was like, because basically the house that I'm trying we're trying to buy um, has got a one displaced tile, which has clearly um, made everything overflow in the guttering, and they've not cleared the guttering out for years. Yeah, we had to so get new just... gutters as well. Fucking hell, everyone needs new gutters. Apparently, no one bothers. Yeah, why? Like, why? I mean, that's just part of the upkeep of the house, guys. That's that's what I was saying to the survey. I was like, look, that's going to cost you money now because the rendering on the outside of the house is now um, soggy, and the and the and the plaster on the inside of the house is also now soggy, just because you didn't clear your gutters. <laughs> Are we dads? I think we might I think be dads. We might be dads. Yeah. I think we might be dads. Yeah. Um, it's all very dull. But... Pete, speaking of. Um... Speaking of um, nothing like this at all, actually, but I do really mm. want to mention that it's April Fool's Day today. Yeah, I, 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 because this is you're this quite is, wacky. I just, I just can't. Is this the time? Is this the year that we just give up on April Fools? Because we've had. I think everyone's <laughs> is, been is it through the, the ringer. Breaks the camel's back. Yeah, April I just Fool's think, Day. I just think we just don't yeah. need it. We've been in our heads too much. Let, let's not antagonise each other with tedious wank. So let's just let's just get through a day and not worry about it. <laughs> not worry about it. Put a yeah. film on. 
What film? Uh... I watched one with Harry Potter in it because he'll always be known as that. Bless him, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I think it's Escape from Pretoria uh, right. about a, a free about a, a freedom fighter um, escaping from just a lot of bad South African accents. To be honest, his wasn't bad. To be fair, um, but he's he's got oh, a lovely he's got a lovely little beard on, which I'm very much enjoying. Oh, has he? That 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 looked weird. What um... does doesn't matter what he does, he'll still just be Harry Potter with a beard, or Harry Potter with muscles, or Harry Potter with his willy out. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's just, it's, it's just yeah, that's a shame. That is a shame. If you look at the, um, yeah, he is. He seems very, very nice. And if you look at, but if you look at the acting performance of the kids in the first few Harry Potter films, it is abysmal. <laughs> I mean, well, they might have just now, got kids. <laughs> I love it. I enjoy that immensely. But, um, speaking of films, have you seen that, that cocaine bear story that we talked about ages ago is being made into a movie? Oh yeah, people are sort of complaining about it, saying that it's you know they don't want a story about an an, an abused bear. <laughs> but like, like the thing is, it was just such a guardian response to the fact they're making a film of what is fairly it's a fairly interesting story, right? This and is it's the just thing one bear. It. It's just yeah, one bear. It was an accident, right? I'm yeah. not suggesting that drug dealing is a noble profession or whatever, but I don't think they plan to drop a hundred kilos of their co- very valuable fucking product into a no. forest. The, for the a bear, bear didn't to order eat it. Itself to death. <laughs> What, on what's, the dark the web. what's the complaint like the Guardian did a big fucking piece with a writer who I don't think is that good but that's yeah, that my personal opinion I can't remember his name anyway but they did a Guardian article when it was literally like this is not about a film this is about rank cruelty it's like well it's not really is it no one's what are you suggesting <laughs> that other bears are going to be influenced by it you don't see many bears in the cinema going oh I fancy a bit of cocaine you know what I mean? Plus, as I understand it, bears don't have any kind of economy or currency, so they can't go and buy it. If they're going to no. be walking around waiting for a massive shipment of it to accidentally be dropped on their heads, I think they're probably going to be safe. It's probably, it's probably the only bear who ever, who ever experienced refined cocaine. I mean, I, d- I don't imagine they do a lot of tests on bears. Cause Even they, bears choose... are getting dealer's coke these days. <laughs> yeah, apparently he, he, he ate so much of the cocaine that um, it exploded some of his organs. Hmm. Wow, yeah. what a way to go! What a way to go, bear or otherwise. What a way to go! Yeah, I think I think Wild. also like I don't really know how it becomes a film if you're going to make the film about the bear. I can understand how you're going to make a film about a drug deal gone awry. That seems like pretty well trodden ground and ripe fodder for a story. But mm. a bear just wandering around the woods doesn't really it, make any it would, sense. Yeah, it would need... Um, it wouldn't be wandering, would he be running? <laughs> ah! um, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be... It, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to sort of figure out how they would... <laughs> A bear just wandering then... around the woods is incessantly demanding the DJ change the song. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want him to sort of like... It'd be him wandering around, but they, but they made like an emoji movie, didn't they? And they thought that could never be made. What's I, it about? I mean, I think it's just a lot of emojis just kicking around, isn't it? Just having a chat. The emoji <laughs> movie. I never knew this was made. Two twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know. I, I presume they just they've just made characters out of the little emojis. There's like a, a, a they'll be the the the, the uh, aubergine one, and he'll be rude, and the poo <laughs> this one. Listen to the stuff. first line of the plot. Gene is an emoji that lives in Textopolis, a digital city inside the phone of his user, a teenager <laughs> named Alex. He is the son of two mare emojis named Mel and Mary and is able to make multiple expressions despite his parents' upbringing. 
What it just, it just, it just, so, it just sounds like that's got more uh, cocaine in it than the cocaine bear story. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the sort of book, book like if we ever became way more popular than than, than we, uh, to be honest, deserve to be uh, on the Luke and Pete show. That would be our book that we wrote for kids because everyone's at it. Everybody who's got any sort of um, social uh, status on 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 Twitter, they, they, that's their first thing. They just turn to making a kids book, and and that sounds like a kid's book whenever I see um, things like that I'm always put in mind of that Beastie Boys quote when they were interviewed or they asked about that song Fight for Your Right to Party yeah and and they said they always described it to themselves as a joke that went too far right like <laughs> they made the song as a bit of a joke I think it's Fight for Your Right to Party anyway, one of their songs I think it's that one they said oh, they made the song as a bit of a joke just a bit of a laugh and it just it just kept snowballing before they knew it they were making a video for it and they were being obnoxious and they were making up all these different things and <laughs> this is an example of that someone has said what's popular at the moment emojis yeah. let's make a film about emojis and before you know it you've got a budget of 200 million dollars mad yeah. Absolutely go. mad. <laughs> the Bitcoin Boys. Let's do a, a film called The Bitcoin Boys. What are we? I don't, just stringing numbers on a server yeah. somewhere. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Sweet. Lunch. You, it's lunch. You, you got some Bitcoin, haven't you? I got some, uh, no, uh, I uh, took my Bitcoin out of the bank of Bitcoin to try and buy a house. <laughs> How did that? Did they not accept the payment? You should have bought a house off Elon Musk. Yes. Who, yeah, who, by the Ooh. way, has officially changed the job title of his CFO to Master of Coin. Oh, dear Lord. He's just so kind of... Uh, who's that guy? Um, Joe Rogan. He's so fucking Joe Rogan, creatine powder, fucking uh, books about... Uh, I hate it. I hate it I enjoy all. It. I hate I enjoy it the, all. Um, I enjoyed that the tech bros that always reply to his tweets in, even though he's never going to see them, but they act like they're part of his gang. Really? Right. Okay. I've, I've so, not so seen like you'll see, that. To you know, be honest. You know, so basically, like tech bros, some tech bros just they're obsessively on Musk, right? And they love mm. love him. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. Fuck knows <clears> why. But anyway, and so they'll. But what they'll do is they'll behave as if they're all part of the same gang, even though Elon Musk <laughs> doesn't know that he, they exist. Like a, so big, what like a big squad. So he'll so he'll like um, he'll tweet something that's a little bit controversial. So he'll be doing like he's all of a sudden announcing he's doing something slightly different, and you'll see a load of replies from his tech bros saying, "Don't forget the vision, Elon. What are we Don't doing forget- here, Elon? We must. We've got to remember this, that, and the other, Elon. What are we doing here, Elon? It's like you're not part of his gang. He doesn't know you exist. What is happening here? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like as if he's reading that and saying, "Oh, oh no, I'm betraying mate. the bros." I just, I, I just love how how much people kind of like hero worship men of his status and and men who you know have made a bit of, bit of coin here and there. Like it's it's absolutely ba- that Dan Bilzerian guy, that fucker with the big beard and the muscles, and uh, the bloke who owns Amazon, Bezos and stuff. They have like it's those things where everyone gets very obsessed about like oh you know these self made fucking men. You know, he's he's got some moody, like kind of like background, like how he made his money. Like, he didn't make it. He didn't make it on his own. Um, uh, Elon Musk, his dad owned a fucking emerald mine or something. I'm sorry, like it's it's not a fucking rags to riches story. None of these are. They had money. Now they've got more money. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would certainly, I would certainly recommend if you're bored, if you're bored, looking into the background of Dan Bilzerian because. 
that is not a self-made man and that is not this is but the thing about it which is funny right is that it's such like an a 12 year old boy's version of what a perfect life would be like yeah he spends all his time posting photos on instagram with like 15 attractive women on a speedboat right and you yeah. think oh yeah fucking hell that's that's a that's an amazing um way to live your life if you're fucking 14 and have just had your first wank <laughs> like in real life that does not exist and i understand the blurring of the lines between instagram and reality when it's done in quite a subtle way so maybe there's a filter put on someone to make them look better or they're on holiday somewhere and it looks a bit like that's where they live when they don't this is a man who is paying loads of women to pose for photos on speedboats because he got loads of money from a gambling career or a poker career that was set up because his old man had loads of money, right? That's it. That's not a life, right? Doesn't it? What does he do for the 23 hours and 55 other minutes of the day when he's not posing for that photo? What do you think his life is like? He's, he Be- sits, he's, it's, it's like a shit version of, uh, uh, like, the Dragon's Den. He'll just sit in a boardroom uh, in, a, in a faceless tower in, I don't bloody know, Miami. While he's quite lo- big into succession- your old um, THC. What's it called? No, your, um, what's it called? Not THC, the other one in Cannabis. Oh right, okay. Um, not tickets. Oh, CBD, CBD. Yeah, CBD. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, he'll just he'll just sit in his boardroom drinking um, protein shakes uh, while a succession of pasty tech bros just try and sell him a, a new idea or something that's never been thought of before. Do you know what it reminds uh, me of, Pete? Yeah, it reminds me of when like you'll see like a really charismatic, quite handsome alpha male young bloke who's set up his own business and the whole goal of the business is to is to teach people how to be successful in life and right. the type of people who sign up for that stuff and they pay $500 to do so are never going to be successful to that level in life because their skills are different right so maybe they're a little bit more reticent or they're they're not um outwardly confident or they're gullible enough elsewhere. to buy these guides yeah exactly but, yeah but the point is that the point is that's 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 only one very narrow definition of success right mm. so Bilzerian's whole thing seems to be like, oh well, if you don't, if you don't respect me, I'll fight you, right? Well, I'm not going to fight you because you'll beat me in a fight. And look at all these women I've got. Well, I haven't got those women because I'm married. So the param- <laughs> the param- the parameters are like completely defined by him in a way and in a world that doesn't exist. It's, it's yeah, that's it's, fair. It's, yeah, and it's really. I actually think the reason I'm getting quite animated about it is I think because at its core. I probably, if I took some time to think about it, would be of the opinion that it's actually incredibly damaging, not both for young, just young men, but for young women as well, and for everyone who is impressionable, who has access to like an Instagram account, where they think that is something to aspire to, because one, it's never going to happen, because it doesn't exist, and two, it's not a great way to live your life anyway. So I think it's probably a tip of the iceberg when it comes to how social media is affecting people's lives, but nevertheless, it is still quite damning, I think. I uh, follow um, one of my fam- favorite Instagram accounts, um, Broke But Millionaire, right? It's like, um, I think it, it, it's all in broken English. It's all very confusing. It, it kind of it, it kind of sounds like um, when like uh, people from like South Asia try and, and, and write uh, inspirational things in English and they just sound a bit off. They just they're not using the, the, the right words, the right grammar. And it sounds a bit weird. Um, but these guys, they do these kind of inspirational, stupid fucking uh, pictures on Instagram. And it's just it's designed for men like men of our age and, and younger. So it's like so it's like it's pictures usually taken from like Peaky Blinders. <laughs> 
or Dan Bilzerian or uh, Keanu Reeves inexplicably addressed as John Wick. Um, and and, 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 and Jordan Belfort. Is it Belfort? John Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. like that. And, and just like inspirational stupid things saying, be addicted to goals, not to distractions. Uh, and they'll use like a picture of someone um, b- being addicted to goals uh, and then a picture of someone being addicted to distractions. Now, you probably see this one here. Uh, you probably can't actually because it's not very good. At the top of the screen, it's um, the aforementioned Dan Bilzerian uh, outside a a plane and and, and a car. Uh, his private plane. Be addicted to goals, right? And then in the bottom half of the screen, it says not to distractions, and it's him in a Santa suit with a couple of Victoria's Secret models, also in Santa suits and and and, and brasiers, etc. Lingerie. Um, and and their whole point is be addicted to goals, be obsessed with like getting the, the the private jet in the car, not to dressing like Santa with a lot of models. Now that's the same guy. So your whole <laughs> message, your whole message is that he's, he's doing he's, both those he, things. He's done both those things. He's walking and chewing gum. To be quite frank, it, I yeah. I love I love it. I cannot stop looking at these things it's like it's famous actors um with stupid fucking inspirational wank messages uh, on them and the I, actors I don't spend, even know do they they don't even know I, they're there oh, of course they don't i spend hours looking at this i really yeah I, I, they're obsessed they're obsessed with the same people they're obsessed with elon musk they're, they're obsessed with peaky blinders they're obsessed with like like Iron Man, they're obsessed with fucking the guy who plays Iron Pete, Man because it, he, he do, they uh, portray success on the. Oh my god, I love it! You should do one, get set up one like that because you're good with Photoshop, but it's a steampunk themed one. Uh, no, do one, and every every man in the frame has wet himself. Every shot of Dan <laughs> Bilzerian wearing like white tr- chinos is just piss <laughs> being addicted to goals not to distractions and on both pictures he's not to toilets <laughs> anyway let's have a break we've got to do a break we're way over time when oh, we come back we're going to do, do some I'm going to do, do the, some I'm gonna, do, <laughs> I'm gonna do the inspirational <laughs> piss account inspiration piss millionaires <laughs> We're going to do battery brands uh, when we come back and we'll squeeze an email in as well. So don't go anywhere. Right, we'll be back after this. I'm writing this down. Inspirational piss millionaire. <laughs> Hello, I'm Clive Anderson and My Seven Wonders is my podcast where I sit down with some fascinating guests and ask them one simple question. If you could pick your own seven wonders of the world, what would they be? The guests' choices lead us to some interesting tales, whether it's Omar Jalili being stopped by New York Customs. They brought me in for the interview. They said, so what are you doing there? I'm doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg. And the guy said, no, I'm doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg, as if you are. And I said, excuse me? I am. That's why I'm going there. And he's doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I couldn't believe my ears. Olivia Lee eating 120-pound apples at Soho House. I mean, it is hideously expensive. If I'm just going there once and taking an apple, it's the most expensive apple you'll ever eat. Or David Baddiel talking about his dad's dementia. The other thing he could remember are his regular insults. So still, when you leave my dad, if you say, I'm off, he will say, you've been off for years. And it's it's really comforting <laughs> that he can still abuse you in this way. Forget the Taj Mahal and the Lighthouse of Alexandria. The wonders of the world we talk about are much more unique. Listen to My Seven Wonders now on your favourite podcast app. My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stakhanov production. 
we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, with the Luke and Pete show. Welcome to the, um, I would say, truncated second half because we got a bit excited about uh, crap on Instagram. Um, the problem with my work schedule at the moment is, Luke, that, you know, we have these little ideas. Uh, I just wanted I just wanted to see a lot of millionaires uh, piss themselves. Um, and I never have time to enact them because we're busy. What we need is personal assistance. The so world they can do all the work and then we can do the stupid stuff. <laughs> Pete, I don't think we I don't think we can ask producer Nat to do to set up an Instagram account for millionaires that have pissed themselves. <laughs> I just don't think that's gonna I think that's gonna mean she's gonna want to get a job somewhere else. <laughs> oh should we do some battery brands, Luke? You've had quite a few uh, popping in. Yeah. So ben every P. week we Salvage. try and find Oh sorry. Oh sorry. I was just gonna give people a little rundown. Never just say like every okay, single yeah. week we try and find new new um makes and models of batteries um, and sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not Pete See, you go ahead if you explain it it sounds crap it sounds but it's mental, not I it? promise yeah, yeah Ben yeah. P Salvage has been salvaging batteries from things uh, Big Vinny uh, power batteries that is definitely not a new player we've heard of Big no. Vinny before haven't we yeah. We've never heard of any other size of Vinny though so maybe there are other options there John Askham has um, sent in Pear Deer batteries which definitely Nat, aren't new before. players you're saying Have you seen that before? Pear Deer No, producer Nat says they're not new players and I agree with her Oh, right, fair dues. Uh, Philip J. Ha, ha, ha has uh, written on Instagram saying his goal is to translate his battery success into becoming a vice admiral in the Luke and Pete army. Onwards through the fog, he says. He's also sent in Sunbeam lithium batteries. Now, again, my memory isn't great for this sort of caper. Is that a new player? Doesn't sound like one. No, it doesn't sound like one. And I also think that yeah. um, Philip needs to work out, first and foremost, that you don't have admirals in the army. They're in the navy. So oh, that's going to be are, a problem. You are it? such a dad. dad. Are we dads? Are we dads? I think we might be dads. I mean, I think <laughs> you should be getting the rank right. I mean, that, that feels too... I'm not a military expert at all, but that Good sounds Lord. pretty basic to me. Uh, yeah. So no yeah, new players probably. this week. That's disappointing. Keep them coming yeah, in, though. Never mind. Hello at lukeandpeach.com, or we're on Instagram as well, and Twitter at Luke and Pete Show. Um, Peter, there's a, um, a little thread running through the Luke and Pete Show um, recently about people getting free stuff from their dad's work we did it about six months ago and it's kind of bubbled back up again um josh has been in touch saying that um he yeah so he 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 says following charlie's email on the monday show about his dad bagging an absolute stash of confectionery from work this is last (laughs) monday i feel i should also chime in with the fruits of my dad's labor as a window cleaner back in the late 90s no sound like it's going to be a porno but it isn't he cleaned many windows around town and a few establishments used to give him free stuff since he's a friendly guy i vividly remember waking up to four or five pizzas courtesy of pizza hut on a saturday morning (laughs) just sat on the kitchen counter the chefs would cook a few pizza pies with all the toppings and give them to my old man to take home as a boy of about 10 i would eat vast quantities of pizza for breakfast uh, and watch stone cold steve austin flip the middle finger and shout ass a lot (laughs) <laughs> I also and, and Josh finishes by saying I also remember my dad coming home with literal bin liners full of sandwiches and wraps from Pret-a-Manger and enough Chinese food from the local Chinese restaurant to feed us for a week he's now approaching 60 my dad and is now a postman I get sheets of free stamps every few months cheers and stay safe Josh <laughs> quite a melancholy end to the email actually yeah I like it I mean imagine getting so many stamps and you've just got nothing to send that, that would be the fear for me I'd have too many stamps they never run out though. That's the beauty of them. Good point. Oh, is, that, is, that, is that true? Can you get them? I think so. What if they've? Is that true? I thought they had. I, I found stamps down the back of the down the back of the cupboard that have been there for years, and I've used them. It's always been fine. 
Oh, well, fair um, dues. Fair dues. Um, and I, I also want to add, just very, very briefly, if I may, this email from Dan in Lisbon, who said, first of all, because he's in Lisbon, and that's a nice, cool place to be listening to the show from. I like Lisbon, mm. and I know you do too, Peter. Um, a few times. And not just because of the decriminalisation of drugs. Um, Dan <laughs> says, uh, Hi, Luke and Pete. As you re- um, read the missive from a listener last week, the one whose father worked in the Mars factory, I thought back for the first time in years to one of the greatest results of my adolescence. You're going to love this, Pete. My mum had a pal who worked in the Ginsters factory down in the southwest. Ooh. As a result of this, every month for a fair while when I was around 13 or 14, a cardboard box would turn up at the house. Inside would be piles and piles of unpackaged cheese and onion slices that had failed to meet production standards. <laughs> We're talking slightly broken off lattice work, the occasional hole in a pastry... And this one was the real pearl, the slice that had been overfilled and had oh. walked from the excess of dirty cheese inside. Oh, come on. Life has been <laughs> shot, not to get involved with that guy. I mean, what a... It would be like discovering like a new species of bird or something. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? Fantastic. He says, I love that inexhaustible cheese and onion slice freezer and I can still remember that slightly cardboardy, fresh out the box flavour today. What I wouldn't <laughs> give for one of those today. All the best to you both, Dan and Lisbon. I mean, you can just go and buy one if you want, Dan. Yeah, I t- I t- there's a um, there's a little uh, Greg's around the corner. That's really got me thinking <laughs> very seriously about popping around the corner and getting myself do you, do you remember, Pete, do you remember, do you remember like a little bit of a, um unknown bit of football ramble folklore? Is when mm. we were first bubbling up and we just about to get our first new sponsor and someone rumoured it was going to be Ginsters who were sponsoring us for loads of money. Yeah, and yeah, Ginsters was, on the, was on the... There was, there was money on the table from Ginsters very, very briefly. Um, but as these things usually sort of pan out. Um, and so the refrain, every time there's like a, a possible sponsorship on the uh, horizon, we say, well, when the Ginsters money comes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is such an in-joke, but it's just reminded me of that because we were so excited. Uh, and at no point did I stop to think that, oh, God, it might be... This is a bit weird. What's that going to involve? <laughs> I don't <didn't> care. <laughs> You've got to eat a full, a, like it's a big pillowcase full of uh, overfilled pasties. Um, it. It's a big eating channels. Um, Jack, I want to, I want to round up the show with this email because it's really, um, it's really tugged on my heartstrings. Very enjoyable. Jack Thurwell, hello, chaps. Hope you and the Stakano family are well. Uh, I wanted to contribute to a long-running trope of the Luke and Pete show, which reared its head again a couple of shows ago. Flying, and more specifically, amateur aviation. My granddad built and flew his own plane in the 80s, flying wow. for, from an airfield in Washington uh, in the UK, which is now the site of Nissan's UK plant, lovely part of the world. Uh, one of the few places in England that have um, sort of numbered streets rather than uh, place names. It's all. Like I, never, I don't even really know where it is. Is it in the northeast? Yeah, yeah, it's just near, I mean, Nissan, probably near Sunderland, but I remember sort of going back in the day to a computer fair in, in Washington, I remember sort of being blown away with how the how the streets were numbered rather than named. What, so you have like 5th Street and 6th Street? Yeah, in the yeah it's like stuff. New York, huh. yeah, but uh, but it's That's Washington cool. in, in the UK. Right. Um, I wanted to email in about this for ages, but after speaking to him about it just before lockdown, he showed me a copy of a magazine article about his endeavours, uh, which uh, which made me think this really was uh, lapsed material. Um, <clears throat> look, a bit sure that is. Uh, the article 
article had plenty of details about the cost, effort and budget and it brought a smile to my face when I read about his then 16-year-old daughter, my mam, not being interested in his hobby whatsoever. Although he sold the plane before I was born, he's regaled me many times with the tales of flying to lunge across the country with my beloved Nana and their friends in tow. He no longer builds and flies aircrafts. Uh, he prefers to spend his retirement by building replica steam engines from scratch. Thanks for the amazing output, including your extra work on the uh, football on Patreon. Get involved, guys. But there are fant- there's a fantastic, lovely little uh, kind of... kind of. Uh, he sounds like uh, an amazing magazine. man. Oh, it's amazing. So this guy just, you know, got uh, got an elderly... Um, 1600cc Volkswagen engine, uh, completely stripped it down, um, you know, made, made new um, cylinder heads and stuff to, 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 to take an extra um, spark plug. And he's made this kind of, like this little kind of foldy up um, uh, thing that we, you, you would tow behind your car effectively, a, a plane. Um, and then you sort of stretch the arms out and then you, you've got a big plane. But, but the quote that really kind of really tugged at my heartstrings that the, that the magazine kind of um, reprinted, um, he, he sort of said, I, 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 never, <laughs> I, I never thought a working man could fly. Oh, that's amazing. That's what what isn't that a wonderful thing to say from Grandad? Yeah. He sort of said he just... He that's just, great. He, 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 do, you know, do you know what I'm most you know. impressed by, Pete? Mm. The level of trust that must exist in that family. Because if anyone <laughs> in my family was building their own plane, up to them, fine. Is anyone yeah. else in the family getting in it? No, they're fucking not. <laughs> you won't even let anyone sit on your dad's uh, benches. <laughs> I will. That's not true. My dad's benches are a work of art. They're going to be populating the whole town before long, and it's going to be it's going to be an amazing legacy for him. Those benches are amazing. But I'm, I wouldn't get in a plane that hadn't been developed and made by a professional with some kind of paperwork. That's all I'm hey, saying. Most, a, lot of the, a lot of the little one-man, two-man planes that are flying are kit, kit planes. They, you know, they just send you a kit and they send you all the bits and bobs and you put it together yourself. That's should your be more to it than that. That's why I'm not in them. There should be more to it than that. <laughs> oh, dearie me. That's been a fun show. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, look out for the uh, Millionaires, the Inspirational Piss Millionaires uh, Instagram account. That'll be arriving pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, and, and and, uh, sorry, I just want to round off by saying if Dan Bilzerian is listening and his CBD products do want to sponsor the show, we will still accept that sponsorship. Yeah. Despite yeah. what we said it- earlier, we could just change it and do whatever you want to do, Dan. Exactly, yeah. I just changed the whole thing. I will take so much CBD, I'll piss myself. So there we go. Let's uh, let's get out of here, Luke. <laughs> See if that um, has already been the, happened. This, this has been the look of each other. If uh, your granddad's ever flown a plane he's invented himself, uh, do get Or pissed touch. himself. Or pissed himself while in <laughs> flight. Have you ever pissed yourself while in flight? Uh, have you drank too many sangrias on the plane to Barcelona? When have you ever uh, had sangria on a plane? It doesn't happen. You, you would be able to get sangria on your a plane. Your mind is mad. Cheap cart and sangria on an easy jet to Malaga. Lovely old job. Oh, take Count me, me back. in. Take me back. <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. Uh, this has been the Luke Pete Show. We'll be back uh, on Monday doing the same thing. Uh, but in the meantime, do get in touch with your nonsense. Hello at LukePeteShow.com on the emails. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. We'll see you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.